0: A good, I think it's a good word. Sometimes I think it's better than others before I go, and then it changes. It it uh, challenges me. Ephesians chapter three, if you would. I want to talk about. I want to minister to you in faith. I want I want to pull on you. I want to exhort you to love and good works. I want you to be inspired. That's your job. The word says it that in Hebrews uh, to to love one another to exhort one another to love and good works. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what I'm supposed to do. So we get up here. Well, what changed? Well, two things. We're to, lo- we're to exhort one another to love and good works. And then Ephesians 4 says, we're to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. So whether you know it or not, I'm not the minister here. I'm the equipper, as it were. And there's other people that are. But you and I are supposed to do the works. Equip the saints for the work of the ministry. What is that? The edifying or the building up of the body of Christ. Well, I can do that because they're not all dignitaries and not all scholars. Some of them are just like Melissa runs her path uh, in the mornings or whatever and runs into people and she, she prays for them. And just like you do, all of you do in here. I just She testifies about it better. So that's what we do. On Sunday morning, we want to exhort you to love and good works. So that when you leave here, you're not going, well, they really stepped on my toes. I hate it when people say that. I like to say, boy, he brought the truth and the truth set me free. <laughs> That's, amen. So Ephesians chapter three, you know the verse. I love this verse. Don't y'all love this verse? These are the, these, these are the verses where I live because I want to stretch. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, there's room to stretch That's where the next amen goes. Uh, Let's do it better. Amen. Okay, verse 20. Uh, Well, let's go back up to uh, verse 18. May be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ. So that's the context here. Is about the love of Jesus that that Father has sent to you and me. It's unfathomable. It's big. It's more. And he said, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Oh, I'm telling you, saints, we could, we could stop right there and talk about being filled with all the fullness of God. How much fullness is there in him? Well, it's immeasurable. Are you all okay this morning? All right, I'm going to wake you up. Let's set, okay, set the fireworks off over on this corner. Hallelujah. And uh, then it says in verse 20, that's the context. is about the love of Jesus being immeasurable and that you and I can can pursue being filled with the fullness of God. Ah, that's a good place. People talk about hard times. They were in hard times. I saw in the news the other day, now the lefties, can I call the lefties out? Uh, These people were left. I don't know if they're all lefties, but they were saying... It would be wrong, it would be a misunderstanding to bring children into this world right now because of all the chaos and, and, and wrong that's in the world. Don't bring your kids in and subject them. Of course, I want to tell you, every generation has thought that because for every generation it was wild-eyed. Remember World War II and, and uh, everything. It's always been this way. Jesus said it'll always be this way. In the world, you'll have all these things all the time. But these people were saying, it's so bad, and they were blaming a certain segment of the political strata. It's so bad, you'd you'd be amiss to bring children. Don't have kids. Go get yourself fixed so you won't have children, because it would just be wrong. The other thing they say, since I'm on this and I'm in charge right now, is that they say, you, you, we all need to quit using everything in the earth because because the earth is going to run out of resources. There's not going to be enough water or air and uh, not enough food and all of that, that God, God, which they do not acknowledge, did not, he didn't plan ahead. Amen. I love that tattoo I saw online somewhere. It, uh, uh, it, someone had tattooed their wrist and they had, up here they had P-L-A-N, and down here they had A-H-E-A. They didn't plan ahead, but they were writing that on. (laughs) Uh, Oh, y'all don't believe me, but I saw it. It may have been Photoshopped, but I saw it plan ahead and ran out of, didn't have a D. The D was wrapped around here. They had to, (laughs) oh, well. anyway, anyway. So here he says in verse 20, now unto him, talking about the love of Christ and being fullness, filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him that's able to pull it off, he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all Oh, my, that we ask or think. Uh, that pretty much covers it. If someone says they're going to be there for you, well, how often? Well, just two times, daytime and nighttime. We're covered. Daytime and nighttime covers everything. Well, here he said all you can ask or think. That pretty much covers it all, doesn't it? So the Lord's telling you in his, in his way that we can understand words on paper He's telling you, I love you so much, I'm never going to let anything escape my attention concerning you. I will never be too busy over here fixing this and running around that and supplying this. I, you have my total and absolute attention. And we, we get to thinking, now there's all of us, and, 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 and the squeaky wheel gets to the grease, so I think I'll squeak a little. I think I'll complain or say, God, I could do better. But you can go as fast as you want to. God's not busy. He's totally able to feed the world and he's totally able to take care of you and I to the end of our hearts. It's not like, well, Lord, I know it's busy. There's eight billion of us out there. And I know you just, you know, you're busy, you're stretched. And so I may have to go through a little trouble. It's never happened. He's got you as if you're the only one. And he said, he said, uh, abundantly, exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think. And there's other things you get in the Amplified about uh, meditate and imagine according to the power that worketh in us. Say in me. me. Come on. In me. So it's not like God's in control and he's going to do something. And when are you going to do something? And Lord, when are you going to do something better? It's according to the power that works in me. I bind on earth and I loose on earth. I speak to the mountains, say, giddy up. What things soever I desire when I pray, I believe I receive them and I shall have them. Amen. It's not like I's busy. God, if you don't get this, he's busy. He's, he's not busy. So I wrote down, I like to write stuff down. It helps me stay in order. I wrote down that increase is more than what adds to your life. Increase is more than what adds to your life. Increase is shutting off the limitations or the drains in your life. In other words, you got to have more coming in the front door than what's going out the back door. So you may be speaking to the mountain over on this side, but just laying down your life to the devil over here, and we don't grow even though we say, God, I'm on this. I'm praying, and I'm doing, and I'm doing... But over here, I got witchcraft in my life, or I got bad friends, and I got bad confession. And so there's just lots of activity, but no increase. So we're, we're learning who we are so that we'll know what we have and what we can do and how to dominate the devil. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee. Vamanos. Well, that, you don't need to know much more. Details, we're working out some details, but, but we don't need to know much more than everything is invested in you and me. And the devil is whipped, totally defeated. And my flesh, God thinks he solved the sin problem with the Lord Jesus, so I can't factor that in say, oh, it's just my, it's my, you know, it's, I get tempted and no, all. Well, just... So, limitations... Now, I want to stretch you this morning. I want to stretch you. I want you to think outside the box. Because the the problem with having a set congregation with set chairs... Could I remind you this morning that everybody sat this Sunday exactly where you sat last Sunday and the Sunday before... And the Sunday before, I mean, maybe not everybody, but pretty much you see Barry. He's still back there. He's been back in the sound booth for 25 years. (laughs) He's just stuck. He's in a rut. He's in the sound booth. No, we're just saying we're predictable and we get routine. And sometimes you get in a place where you can't you can't excel because it's just what holds you there. I get in the car sometimes and I'm used to going to the church, but I need to go up 69 and, I, and I'll find myself on Skyland because I just wasn't thinking. I was just going where I always go. You ever been there? So I want to stretch you this morning. I want the Holy Ghost to get inside of your heart and say, giddy up, because you could settle. Good could be the enemy of best. You could settle like this is the best life I've ever had. I'm 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 healed whole and healthy, I'm full supplied and wealthy. Don't touch nothing. Don't rock the boat. Let's just let's just make sure we don't make the devil mad or whatever. And that's not the kingdom. Increase is the kingdom. Increase is the kingdom. And if you ever see someone that's tapped out increase and then you realize that's for all of us, then it makes us come up short. But if we just all sit down in the same seat and listen to the same message with the same people every week, we could get dull of hearing. We could, be, we could hear a buzz or a drone coming through and not ever be impacted. So every once in a while, we just have everybody get up and change seats. Just because like, I'm uh, uh, sit on this side. Uh, uh. And it, it, it throws us out so that we can look at something else. Now, how many of y'all know how much a million dollars is, a million of anything? A million is a thousand thousand. So if you think, well, you got five grand in the bank or or in your mattress, it would take 995 more of those to make one million. Well, we all here at River Church, let me just set the, the bar. We all ought to be in the million flow where you think according to millions instead of thousands. We, we handle thousands as seed, but the seed is always having to defer to the harvest. Uh, where I came from, if you sowed a bushel of wheat on an acre of land, and you have a decent year, you should get 60 bushels back. That's about the increase. Corn is more than that. If you, if you sow a seed of corn, it usually makes two years of 800 to 900 kernels apiece, so there's an 1800 fold there. And, and other things, you know, that, that have different uh, r- r- uh, remedies. Uh, with people, it's not quite that high. Are you praising the Lord with me? Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. So a million is a thousand thousands. Now, if, if anybody in here sucked breath, sucked air, if anybody in here said, oh, that's a lot of money, then you can tell that, listen, that a million is exceeding abundantly above how you think. If you're going like, wow, if I had $20,000, I'd never look up. And this is what happens to people that get big inheritances or win the lotto, the lottery. They, they, they've never been to that realm. Therefore, when it comes in, it swamps their boat, so to speak, and they're fixing to go to the bottom. It's almost, it's almost undeniable that people that win the lottery, win a million or more dollars or so, it, because it comes to everybody. They've never thought that, therefore they can't hold on to it. They cannot, they cannot receive that much. Because receiving is stretching and increasing called capacity. So we're all increasing our capacity. There was a time when, when uh, uh, you, you may have, or your parents did, where you tipped a dollar at the table. You counted up, and there's five of us, and you tipped five bucks. And, and the little waitress went away going, oh, I'm believing for somebody else to come in. And then there's a time where you just, you go, I'll always make car payments. I'll always make car payments. Now, you may not remember it, but I can tell you, I'm right. We all thought that way one time that there was a time This is like, if I can just make the car payment. I, I was with a company many, many years ago, and... Uh, And Christmas was coming, and I'm big on Christmas. And so uh, I called them and said, can I miss a month? And they said, you can miss one month a year, but it'll be tagged on the back with interest and all of that. I said, oh, hallelujah. So I had $605 for Christmas. So that's how I was thinking. Do you all know we all think a certain way, even though we all know the light switch goes up and the hot water's on the left. We all think a certain way about other things. So if that's how you were thinking, aren't you glad you're not thinking that way anymore? You may have a car payment, but you're saying you're saying, bless God, my bills are paid. My debts are paid off and I am debt free. And you're saying that no matter what goes out every month. You're saying that. So you you have you have increased what you ask, how you ask or think. Because like I said, I just wanted to be able to get through the year without any more debt. And so that was one way I thought about it. I'm not asking you to agree. I don't even know if I agree anymore, but that's what I did then. And, and we, all, we had, all had something to open up on Christmas Day. So what is a billion? Now, billion is thrown around right now, but it didn't used to be that way. It used to be the national debt was just a few of them. And a billion is a thousand millions, and a million is a thousand thousands. So we're talking about $1 bills filling up this room. Just a vast amount of money. I know you hear them talk about, I oh, always send them $4 billion. And, you know, we're going to try to send them some more, like... Four billion wouldn 't fund the whole world, and there 's whole countries that operate on that or less every year, whole countries so uh, so that 's a stretch when it says i 'm going to get you exceeding abundantly above what you can ask or think you 've got to have a benchmark that says, Well, how do i think how what do I ask and you, you we 've all I hate to use the word all, but we've all settled into a level that you're at right now, going through that level, of course, going up, going, increasing. But it, the honest part is, if we put you to sleep and, and, and put a truth drug in, what would you say? And you would say, if I could just, if I could just make my car payment. So there'd be people like that. And we've all been there. I'm, I'm assuming we've all been there where we went, if if My my prayer, Lord, is somehow help me make the car payment. Nothing wrong with that, as long as you're going through it. Well, like I said, sometimes enemy the enemy of best is better. Uh, Excuse me, the enemy of good is best, better. Anyway, there's a there's an enemy in there somewhere. (laughs) Somebody's mad at somebody. In other words, you could get happy because that's all you could ask or think. And when you reach that, when you get there where bless God, we, we've we got a we got a paid for car. And you could just say, you could just say, ask or think, we will never we'll always just have this car or this house or this whatever. Whatever level we settle in, it's according to how you've been provoked inside, according to your assignment. If you think you're just supposed to survive and get through this world, like, let's just survive. Let's just not get in jail. Let's just not, just not have them come after us or form or, uh, bankruptcy or whatever. Then that's where you'll live. Do you all know survivors just survive? That's what they do. Well, I promise you that according to other places like Liberia, or, but other, even other people in America, you are already living at an exceeding, abundantly above all they could ask or think level. You are out there. You got money in the bank? What? You got cash in your purse? What? You're eating out twice a week? What? You're already there. But you're not living there feeling, boy, we are, we are, to- we, are we are, we're there. You're just going at your level, which is exceeding abundantly above somebody else's level, you could think you were just surviving if i just make the car payment. Well, some people don't even have a car. So <laughs> you want to be debt-free? Get under the bridge. <laughs> Get rid of that house payment. <laughs> but that's not the answer, is it? So a billion is a thousand millions, an astronomical sum. And so what would be a, what's the next one? Trillion. Trillion. I'm assuming that would be a thousand billions. And America owes 32 of those. And you think, well, that's America, though. There's a lot of people here, but they're almost all like us. So what about wealthy people? Let's find out how wealthy people think. And this is not a social seminar. It's not a financial seminar. But we're going to plug the scriptures in because the scriptures answer all things. Answers everything you got a problem, well, the secular will tell you, do this, cut back on your bills. you got a, a blood pressure issue, they'll say, eat more of this and don't eat that and all that stuff. That, but, but all of that has a basis in the Word of God. So if we were talking about the wealthy, let's go back to, I had records that went back to 1991. And in 1991, billionaires, which is a thousand millions, there was, there was I wrote down, 274 In the world, 274. So how many billion people were on the earth in 1991? Would you say six or five and a half or something like that? Not very many people for that many people were billionaires. But in five years, in 1996, it went from 274 to 447. So somebody's figuring out some stuff. So I looked up, I went to the internet and I looked up 2021 and it went from uh, 1996 to 2021. What would that be? 25 years. It jumped from 447 to 2755 billionaires, 2755. In other words, you could have $10 billion, $10 billion, and you might be number 444 on the Forbes list of billionaires which is about the sixth page over. Now ah, my daddy's on the Forbes list. Because right now, who, who's the richest man in the world? Uh, Elon. He's, he's got, he's, he's worth, I didn't write it down. It's 270-something billion dollars. It's just an astronomical fun, uh, uh, amount of money. You, because we throw it around that he's got so many, we forget sometimes... <laughs> We would like to miss our car payment this month so we could buy Christmas. And here they are over there. Why are they doing that and I'm over here doing this? Well, it's according to what I ask or think. It's not according to he, he had a better widget than I could, or I'm just a poor guy, or I'm just a regular guy, and, and God's got this. You got to erase all that. That's not how it is. It's you, it's me. And I don't have aspirations to be a billionaire in that sense because I can't right now bridge my thinking to billion. You can't, you know, you stand outside, especially in West Texas or somewhere they don't have trees, and you see the horizon, you see the horizon, and they tell you, well, you can go about 28 miles is how far the horizon is. I don't know what it really is, but it's something like that. So if you go toward the horizon for 28 miles, When do you get to the horizon? Well, 28 miles later. Oh no, the horizon moved. It's always 28 miles or 32, whatever it is. It's always that far. So we never arrive financially. But we cannot go past the horizon till we go where the horizon was. So I can't, I I don't have, I can't get inside of me billion. It's, It's a false faith. It's a faux faith that says, oh, yeah, I'm just believing God for $3 billion. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. i got to go somewhere in between before I get to that, if I ever get to that. But it's up to me. Because he says in Romans chapter 12 that he's got paymasters in the body of Christ. So somebody gets their attention off of how much stuff they can accumulate and starts getting it on the kingdom and said, Lord, I want to fund the kingdom. Somebody over at this other church funded this church in Liberia. Now, we helped, and I'm glad we did, and I'm real proud of y'all for all we did. We, we were not behind what we should have done. But somebody just said, I, I, I want to giddy up, and they put several thousands in. But what would a million dollars do? What would a half a million dollars? What would a hundred thousand dollars do in a nation? You could win a nation if you had the right people in place that knew what to do with money. You could actually win a nation. Well, how would that look on your heavenly resume? Johnny Bob, he he won Monrovia to the Lord. The whole city came to him because of... or whatever. There are people out there doing that, like John Smithwick, that's actually facilitating that and asking people to get a vision of what he's doing and fund what he's doing so that together... A nation gets one. But back to you and me. Some of these billionaires of the twenty seven hundred and fifty five, it actually dropped a little bit this year so far uh, because of covid and all that stuff. But uh, but many of these, listen, 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 are making two to five million dollars a day. Now, what did that do when I told you that you go? That's more than I can ask or think. Matter of fact, we may not could even get our faith around $5 million a day. And then I wrote down, because the article I was reading said, and I just read it, said some billionaires are making 50 to $60 million per day. Well, you can't spend that much money on yourself. Y'all say amen. You, you, you can't fly it. You can't visit it. You can't, you can't own it and take care of it. Everybody eats three squares a day and everybody needs eight hours and everybody needs their vitamins and everybody has to exercise. It doesn't matter how got rock you are, we all have basic needs that transcends our financial balance sheet. You just can't get too rich where you can say, I can eat anything I want to. That'd be a good motivation to get wealthy, but it's it's just not how it works. So how do these rich people, these billionaires, 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 one billion, they've got a hundred billion. Uh, Bill Gates, he's, he's so in the dust now, he's got a hundred and nine billion. I mean, please, give me strength. A hundred all you got. You're not even the top four. So little, so little, hundred and nine billion, please. Quit raising your hand saying, recognize me. But that's so much money. But uh, how, how do these rich people get to... How do they get to their, their, their airplane flight? Well, they've got a private jet. Of course they do. And so they have a, they have a, a presidential helicopter that takes them to their, their jet. No, they don't. they got the, they got an airport out the back door. You go, no way. You just don't, you just don't know how much a billion dollars is. Oh, I spent $40 million on my airport. And I spent $40 million on the jet that I parked there. That was $80 million, and I have $80 billion, so it's, it's, it's nothing. You go, well, now here's, here's what you might say. Well, I wouldn't want to be that rich. I guarantee you, you're going to get your wish. Ding, it's happened, because you got to stretch. Well, we go instantly to the billionaires, because that's what I brought up. We go up to the, to the billionaires, and we say, I wouldn't want to be that. What would you like to be? Well, I'd like to get my bills paid every month. I'd like to pay everybody off. And, matter of fact, I'd like to buy my kids a house. Or, I'd like to buy, a, 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 let's get out there and say, I want to build a new church. Here, I've got, I've got $5 million. In River Church, we're fixing to buy some property and build you a building, and I want to fund it. Here's the check, cash it, and then go do it. Well, now. $5 million, that's nothing. Maybe you can't buy it for $5 million, but we could, we, could, we could move it that way. So why are the rich rich? Well, because they're financial people, and they know stocks and bonds, and, uh, and, and they're after, they, that's all they think about is money, is I'm going to get rich, and I'm going to have money, and I'm going to be known, and I'm going to be on the Forbes list, and I'm going to be rich, and I'm going to be on the Forbes list, and I'm going to have a lot of money. That's not what they're rich for. They're not rich, and getting richer, $50 million a day. So you go in and see your account at every, every Monday morning, and you have increased $200 million since last Monday. What are you going to do with $200 million? You, 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 after you've bought the airport and you've bought the new dining room table, and you got you a, a, someone to make the bed up in the upstairs bedroom, what are you going to do? What, what you, I'm going to go to New York, or I'm going to go, okay, let's, let's drop $50,000 and just blow out. Oh, $50 million a week, or $200 million a week. So we can't even go there. Do you see what I'm saying? We can't even imagine or think that. And these people are going in every Monday, and they are ministering their philanthropy. They're going in and says, ah, Jack. Bookkeeper, Jack, I got a new idea. Let's, let's send the Red Cross $100 million for this plague that's brought that. Okay, boss, got that, $100 million. We, we can't even say that, and yet he's just... I'll be back this afternoon to tell you where I want to put the other $100 am Now, I am not, I'm not suggesting that we go there, but we ought to go there. And how we go there is we go to where we are and take a step. It'd be wrong wherever you are because now is better than it's ever been. Don't rock the boat. It'd be wrong to stay wherever you are, wherever you are. We don't know your financial business. You don't know ours. We we all know, you know that you're not helicoptering in from Columbus or Brookwood or wherever. You're, you're driving it. You know, and your t- your tires wear out, and you got to put gas in it every three hundred miles. It's all the same. But what if? What if that it was as easy to increase my life and other people's lives just by imagining and thinking? I you want to do that. Well, you would if you lost your standing. In other words. God forbid, but something happened to your house or your money or something, something terrible happened, and I'm not suggesting it, but but if we changed financial positions, just your financial position, just your health position, just where you are now that makes you feel pretty, I got this, and suddenly you didn't? You lived on the hills of, of California and a, a fire came through and you have nothing and no insurance? All of a sudden, you start thinking different. Well, you should have been thinking different all along. In other words, we're not moved by tragedy or or uh, the world. We're moved by what we have inside of us that says, "This is who I am. This is what I'll do, and this is what I'll have." You go well. We're here. Here's the excuse. Well, we're just we're just little. We're just little. The, the River Church is little. We're all little, and so we're going to do little things. You would be correct. If you say that, believe that, you would be, ab- you have nailed it. You get an A plus, 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 because you have answered the questionnaire right. But heaven would say, bless his heart, he hadn't read the word. Heaven would say, boy, no fellowship with the Holy Ghost there. Heaven would say, they got their eyes on themselves. They are narcissistic. They are self-centered. They are they are, what, what about me? But we're not those people. It says there, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that ye may be filled with all the fullness of God. Aha, that's who we are. So if that's who we are, then what do we do? Well, we... We turn unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above where I've always been. What I'm doing right now, or what I've been doing, exceeding abundantly above. What? No, 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 that you're misreading that. That's wrong translation. It means a little bit every year, we're going to have a little bit more. No, it's not what the word said. It said more than you can even ask or think. So, in other words, we're going to shoot for the horizon. And when we get there, we're going to shoot for the horizon. And when we get there, we're going to shoot for the horizon. And we'll just keep going and keep going. Don't mistake why you're down here on the earth as to having pleasure. Get ahead, make your mark, go to church, be good. God don't really care if you're good or not. I mean, I'd be good. But he's he's not more happy with you because you're good than if you're just off on your own. He loves us, period. Boy, that's a hard lesson. We won't go there today. But uh, in the Amplified, oh, well, I was going to tell you why, how the rich are rich. is because they've dealt with the limitations to go beyond the horizon. They've dealt with the limitations. And you and I have limitations, or your name would be million. Not cash. It'd be million. Million. <laughs> Oh, cash is everywhere. Oh, a million. Well, we have to write that one on one piece of paper because we can't haul around that. We're not right. As right as we are, we're not right. If you're not pressing toward the mark of the high calling, if you're not stretching out, He gave to them in Matthew 21 25, He gave them according to their several ability, according to their what? Capacity. What can you hold? That's what I'm going to put in you and on you. What can you hold? Well, Lord, we hadn't stretched nothing out in a lot of years. We're just where we were five years ago. He said, well, we're going to give you one talent. Ooh, we know how that guy went. Well, I've been stretching, Lord. Oh, you've been stretching so you can buy you a big house and a big this and show off everybody? No, I've been stretching because I want to... fund a church or a mission or I want to fund my church. I want to pay off everybody's house. That's been said. That's been said here. Y'all say amen when it catches. Who says that? Oh, it's a rich man. It's a rich dude. Yeah, he's, he's got it everywhere. That's why he's going to pay off everybody's house. Oh, really? Look around. So I want to say it's me. It's not, but I would like to say that's me, wouldn't you? Are y'all thinking hard, or am I? Turn this up a little bit, would you? Very, The amplified says it is able to carry out his purpose and do supernaturally, far above all that we dare ask or think, infinitely. Infinitely, you know. That's the symbol. That's a. Uh, an eight, a lazy eight that's laying down. It just infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, and dreams. Well, you, that's not even English. You, you can tell that he just did the best he could with the words that we gave him to write down what he's saying. He said, I want to put God in your life. I want you to see this like I see this. I want you to hold this, be filled with the fullness of God like I am. And I want you to say, I can do this, but I will have to press my thinking because my thinking is here. Everybody in here has got a thinking that's here. You're here, maybe way above, but everybody has a strata, a static level of thinking or of imagining, of dreaming. Well, I'm just dreaming we'll pay the bills this month. Well, that's a level. And praise God, to get past that, you got to go through that. But we ought to go through that and get past that. So the the common thing, because you know it's in the Bible here, that's if you were born into rich parents and if you're stock savvy and if you're, oh no, it just talked about you and me. Regular folks. It's not impressive if Bill Gates does something with Red Cross or UNESCO or whatever. It's not impressive to you and me when he drops a million or 10 million or 100 million on something in Africa to get the black malaria flies eradicated. You read that and you go, uh-huh, well, all right, he's got it. No, go knock yourself out, Bill. Well, what about you and me? How many of y'all like to build a church? I'm just waiting. I do it myself, but I'm just waiting on you. Don't want to get in front of you. In other words, it's, it's rude to step in front of somebody in line. So I'm just waiting on you. I, I want this to be a stretchy service. The passion says, infinitely more than your greatest request, a little more than your, misprint, excuse me, a little bitty bunch more than your greatest or your good goodest or, we'll help you. Oh, infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceeds your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all. Nobody believes that. Did I just challenge you? I said, nobody believes that. It's in the Bible. And if we don't like that, well, then we might not like by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves, it's the gift of God. You might not like that either. Not by works of righteousness, which we've done, but according to His mercy has saved us. We might not like that one. This one's in the Bible. It's in Ephesians. It's not even in the book of Enoch or... Uh, You know, something like that. It's 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 mainline. It's it's right in there where all this other good stuff is. So. uh, So I'm equipped to make progress. Wherever I am and I'm somewhere, you're somewhere, I'm equipped. Oh, I would say even by Ephesians, I'm demanded to go forward. Well, what could I do? You know, I just work a regular job, and I, you know, we're paying our bills, and we we live in a nice house, but it's nothing special. And got kids coming up to go to college, and all that sort. So what? So there's always pushback. There's always a answer. Excuse me. There's always a question for every uh, answer. Well, we couldn't do it because. But but that's why he said infinitely above or more than your greatest imagination. It's because you can't figure it out. You can't figure it out. You won't figure it out, but you can get in faith. I can get in faith. I can get in faith. Now, I'm not in the billion flow. I told you my, my wildest imagination is to work with a million dollars right now. And you go, ah, oh, he finally let on. He's got money stocked up somewhere, and he's just needing. You would be wrong. I'm just the same place you are. I draw a salary just like you do, and all of that. There's nothing different here about me than you. I, oh, I don't have time to do anything. I, I did this much of a two-page note. <laughs> but I do want to turn to Judges. Let's just go to Judges, and uh, so I can say we went to two scriptures this morning. I gave Barry a card packed out with scripture. Judges, you all know where that is? It's over there. Yeah, Ruth, that helps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, usher. Can we have an usher and move these troublemakers, please? Okay. 236 if you're on a book like mine. Hallelujah. Judges 6, verse 11. Now, we, we read this story all the time. And we're going to keep reading this story all the time. How long? Until we know this story all the time. And there came, verse 11, there came an angel of the Lord and sat under an oak, which was in that place, that pertained unto Josh, that guy, and his son Gideon, threshed wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. Now, the translation of that, if you look it up, is IRS. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him, and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Now I want to just stop right there and say, well, that he had an angel. You've had a visitation by the Word of God. It's more dependable, more trustworthy than an angel. Because, you know, the, the Bible says that the devil can appear as an angel of light. Yeah, that's it. So he, here he is. And Gideon said unto him, Oh, my Lord, if the Lord be with us. So there's pushback. How many of y'all know he wasn't very high on his strata? Because immediately he pushed back. Because mighty man of valor, the Geber there, is a strong man, a mighty man, a powerful man. And Gideon said unto him, "Oh, my Lord, if the Lord be with us, then why is all this happening? So you and I would say, if Ephesians 3.20 says exceeding abundantly above all, we could ask or think, why is this happening? Why am I living this way and putting up with that and got bills here and got troubles there? And, and why that? Because you said this, which is the angel in written form, why is all this happening if all of that? If you say exceeding abundantly above, and I'm just trying to make the car payment this month, What's up? It, do y'all, y'all see yourselves here with Mr. Gideon? It's like, what's up? There's no path. There's no path from here to that. There's no path. And uh, then he begins to itinerate it. I work at the plant, and we have regular bills, and got kids in college, and you know, we had a little operation last year that wiped out our savings, and uh, and uh, the the my husband's job is sounding a little shaky, and so we're ah here he he goes on and on. If Lord be with us, why all this befallen us? Where be all his miracles, which our father told us of us saying, did the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord hath forsaken us. Oh, bad word! Oh, complaining, accusing. Don't do it. Your pants are on fire. Don't do it. Don't say, Lord, I'm a little tired of waiting on you to show up. Now, you can say it as innocently and sweetly and as benignly as you want to, but you're actually saying what he said here. If it be you, uh, the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us unto the hands of the Midianites. Oh, the Lord puts you in a bad spot to teach you something to show you who's boss, to get that old thing out of your life that's wrong thinking, and we're going to put something in you that, uh, that'll slap you around a few times and see if you come up thinking right. Do y'all, do y'all see this? It's, it's sideways. And the Lord looked upon him and said. Ah, go in this thy might. You know the Lord doesn't argue with you. He just said, here's the truth. And thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent thee? Has he not sent me? Help me here. Has he not sent me? Do it with me. Has he not sent me? One more time. Has he not sent me? Yes, he has. Because he could have birthed you in the 1700s in Arabia or in the Philippines. But we're here for such time as this. You're in River Church for such time as this. I'm here for such time as this. We are transacting the heavens. We are transacting the kingdom. We have business. And if you read this story, Gideon said, Okay, we got 33,000 men. And the Midianites are this, and they got over there, and they got weapons like this, but we could do this. So he starts calculating. And the Lord said, oh, I want to do exceeding, abundantly, above. All that you calculated. Shame on our calculating. Shame on our little calculating. We can survive. We can make it through until the, until the good stuff comes. So, you know, we won't read the story, but... Uh, he was in a small place. And the kingdom wants you and I, listen, Ephesians 3.20, exceeding abundantly above what you can ask or think. He wants you and I to think big in a small place. It'll always be a small place. It'll never look like, oh, God's finally showed up. Look at all the Christians that are making, being millionaires and all the, no, 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 no. It'll be on the side of a hill, it'll be behind the house, it'll be in your closet. It'll never look like what it is, but it will be what it is. Well, when God gets ready, He's going to do this. Wait, that's not how it works. According to the power that works in me. Oh, exceeding abundantly starts with me. And so when I get a bunch of money and I get position, I get, I get my job settled in or I own the company, then, eh, too late, too late, too late. It's too late. It's over. Boy, I got a good message. But if you'll stay tuned, I'll bring it back next week. This is a good word. It's a good word. It's a good word because I can do it. That's what makes it a good word. If you say, well, you got to pray 48 hours without stopping, you got to fast the whole time, you got to walk in love, you got to forgive your brother in law. No, God, we ain't doing that. Now, we ain't forgiving no brother in laws. I'm out. So, if it's all that, we can't do it. We're limited. But all, he said, meditate on how much I love you. Nobody can know the breadth, the height, the length, the depth. Just meditate on that until it overwhelms you. And then rise up and say, my God wants me to do something with who he is in me. I believe I will. I believe I will. I'm going to enlarge my capacity and I'm going to maybe not do the million thing, maybe not do the whatever, but I'm going to do more than we're doing right now. So are you a thousandaire? Some people might not even be thousandaires. I've certainly been there. If you had a $1,000, you had provocative thoughts about the mountains or the beach or (laughs) something naughty. It's like, this money really needs to go over here, but we've got it today. Let's see what we can do. Oh, yeah. God wants that to be your normal thinking and bring somebody with you or something. It's just out there so much that you can't really describe it. You can't even... If you, if you describe what you could do, like pay off a church or build a church, it's like we do injustice to the, the, the smallness of that thought. It's like, that's all you got? It's $5 million to build a church? That's all you got? Well, that's all I got today. That's all I got today. That's all I got today, but I'm thinking, and I'm going to be exceeding above that thinking, the $5 million for a church or whatever. Just pay off your car. Just pay off somebody's car. Go through McDonald's, if you can stand it, and pay off the person behind you. Just, just say, "What is their bill?" That's nineteen dollars. Ah, here's nineteen. They don't know you. They can't know you. But it made you bigger on the inside. It didn't do a thing for them, except you know what what it did. But inside, it changed everything. Now I tell you, I'm I'm quitting right here. I really am. We will be at this exact same place next year if we don't change. And we're not called to just grow numerically. We're calling them in every, all the time. We're calling them in. We called in children's church this morning. So you ladies that are, you know, we're fixing to pack you out. But if we don't do that, if we, don't, we, if we say, well, you know, the church is probably paying the bills. We're here every week and the pastor's probably getting his check because he's here every week. Well, then, then I'm going to assume this. I'm going to speculate that. No, nah, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I'd start thinking big. So that if the bills are paid and the pastor is paid and all the bills are paid, you go, let's do something more. Let's not just do what we have to do and what has to be done. Let's do more. Let's get healed so we can go be a healer. Amen. I think we got enough. That's all I'm going to say about that. That's what I was going to say. Lord, we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. Lord, it's... Sometimes hidden, but it, really, I, we just love you. And we thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord, for your goodness. You've been so good to all of us. We, we might be tempted to complain, but that would be wrong. There is no complaint. We're just traveling through this time to get where you're sending us. And where you're sending us is where we are thinking outside of the box. Thank you for everybody in here, Lord, that they help us. By being here this morning, we heard this word and you stirred our hearts and it empowered us to be at another place next week and the week after. We speak to the millionaire flow. It's just financial, but it goes across every area of our life. The increase. We speak to that and say, we want you. We want you not to end with you, but we want to go through you to go to the other side, whatever that is. So, Lord, we stretch. And if anybody hadn't got to the thousandfold, the thousandaire, Lord, we speak to their lives and say, increase, increase. Your seed is prospering you. Your seed is abounding towards you. You have all sufficiency in all things. You are abounding. You are abounding. You are abounding to every, every, every good, good work. And it won't be different than that. Thank you, Lord, for increasing our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, so we all have a big assignment. Giddy up is how we say it around here, but uh, you know, you can't just go home and someone say, well, what did he preach on? I don't know, but it was good. That, that just won't do it, will it? Amen. Well, let's stand up. Let's-